Welcome to Rx Chill Pill, the podcast that strengthens your resilient mind every time you listen to the extraordinary stories, expert tips, and meditations to elicit your relaxation response, the antidote to your stress response. I'm Dr. Juna Bobby. I'm a physician and mom specializing in mind, body, and lifestyle medicine. Find out more about me, my personalized online courses on procrastination and mindset coaching for kids, teens, and adults at mindbodyspace.com. So now for one of my favorite parts, taking questions from listeners. I have Mark Lesser here with me today to answer questions. He's the author of Seven Practices of a Mindful Leader, Lessons from Google, and a Zen Monastery Kitchen. If you haven't already listened, you can listen to Mark and I's full conversation on episode number 54. This one's from Dr. Nancy Gade. She's a primary care physician and she has a meditation practice, but she finds it hard to have a regular practice like a lot of us. So her question for you is, do you have any tips on how to develop a regular practice? And you, I know in your book, you talked about just, you know, making it like brushing your teeth. There's no decision to be made. You brush your teeth, you brush your teeth. Are there any recommendations that you make to your students or? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sit with others. Don't, when, if, if possible. Mm-hmm. And the, I'm now sitting uh, with an online group every morning. Great. What, what time uh, is that? I want to put a link to it. Is that for anyone or? Yeah, for anyone. San Francisco, San Francisco Zen Center. Fantastic. It's uh, 5.50 a.m. But this is, this is California time. So there's two 30-minute uh, two periods, one starting at 5.50, and the second one starts at 6.30. And there's usually, you know, 100, 100 people sitting together. Great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so sit with others. That really helps, whether even if it's virtual. Yeah. I, I do a Wednesday night sitting group, virtual now. Okay. Uh, seven seven p.m. California time. Awesome. Now there's people coming on and sitting with me f- from Chile, and New Zealand, and the East Coast, and you know it's beautiful, beautiful thing. I, I think two things that I often recommend. One is, if possible, and now it's very possible because of Zoom to sit with others, and do a do a retreat. Do a you know ideally a five day or seven day or 10 day, do something, a longer sitting will, I think is a, um, a great way to experience meditation that you don't get from just from doing shorter, shorter periods. Mm-hmm. The next question is from Marisol Thurman, LMSW clinical social worker. In your work with senior executives, have you found any differences in genders in the way that they accept or reject these kind of mindfulness teachings? You know, not not really. I mean, I could, you know, I think, I suppose in some way, w- women probably tend to be more open to, th- I think men, again, this is kind of a... Overgeneralization. <laughs> but often these generalizations yeah. have some truth to it that, that men tend to want to have a harder time, maybe, but not, not so much. I think it's, I think these things are, are uh, difficult for everyone. And yet, and as soon as you feel mm-hmm. the benefits mm-hmm. of these practices, they become a lot easier. Have you dealt with people who are unwilling to take this practice seriously? And how do you convince them? And I know a lot of people answer, don't convince anyone. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely not try and convince anyone. And <laughs> I find it one of the most um, important things in the work that I do in the corporate world is people need to choose to, to be there. Occasionally, occasionally there'll be people who are 
coerced to being there because of their, and, and that's, and I don't usually try and convince them, but I always, um, I remember doing a workshop with a group of doctors uh, once in which there were many skeptical people in the beginning, mm -hmm. but who it was, that was, it's actually um, very satisfying when someone goes in with skepticism, but willingness to try it. Mm. And then uh, comes out the other side saying, this was, um, this was my, my, I'm no longer skeptical. Uh, I'm, this was really uh, important. I can see why this is important and I want to do this work. Mm -hmm. And the last question is, how do you tell young people like college kids and teenagers, this is such an unprecedented time for them. What is your go-to meditation or connection to mindfulness that you can, if you had to choose one thing to tell them to do? Oh, um, read Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind, or read um, Siddhartha by Herman Hesse. Maslow? Abraham Maslow's Tor Torta Psychology of Being. It's still, still good. Mm -hmm. But I think also, um, you know, try on having, uh, find a group of people that you can sit with and uh, people who you resonate with and try and actually experience uh, meditation practice but just in panic mode connect to your breath would that um, be it in panic mode <laughs> yeah see, see what um see if it's possible to be curious about your panic awesome if you have any questions for my guests or myself or suggestions for future guests and topics email me at podcast at mindbodyspace.com subject line listener question Thank you again. This is Dr. Juna wishing you and your loved ones wellness.